Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to another episode of Blissful Imperfections. Now, I know it's been a while since I've done one of these and yeah, I'm pretty disappointed in myself too. But I'm here now, alhamdulillah. So, I have various topics to talk about and this is all kind of tying into the same broad idea but I wanted to put it all in one podcast because I, I just think it's necessary to do something that fits and it all ties in a bow. So, uh, bismillah. Uh, before I even like thought of these topics, I was thinking about, oh, oh my god, like what should I do my next podcast on? And I was just thinking and I don't know, my mind just went blank. So I did a poll on Instagram and a lot of people, alhamdulillah, they they put their you know input in and be like oh this is what i want to hear so the most popular ones um are losing iman fitna friends and what's the purpose of life and these ones i thought they were really good it's because when i did take a break from these podcasts one way or another these topics did tie back into my life so Whenever I do a podcast, I always want to do something that I know I can talk about. Because I'm not a scholar, I'm not a sheikh at all. And I'm not an alima or a hafida. And I'm working on it, alhamdulillah. But, you know, I am only a fellow muslima that wants to aid my brothers and sisters the way I get aided. And I feel like it's necessary to talk about these things. So, first thing, dunya. Dunya as in worldly life, the life that we're living right now. Long story short, the dunya is mad. (laughs) When I say mad, I do mean mad as in crazy and mad as in upset. You know, you you can interpret that however you'd like, but yeah, that's how I think of it. And it's so easy, so easy to get so caught up in it. I'm in my senior year of high school, and this is the time where, you know, if you don't have your life together, then you will feel like you will fail. And everyone else will make you feel like that too. And for me, I never took school that all that seriously. I was just, I, I was always a person who kind of just went with the flow. And it wasn't something that I thought would be my future. I don't know. I even like before I was practicing, I never, I never thought of it as everything, a career. I never thought of it as everything. It was just there. But lately, you know, being surrounded by people who aren't good students and are good students are s- still focused on this idea that if they do not figure out what they're going to do with their life, it's over or they'll be a failure. And it kind of forced me to do the same, to start thinking about that, to think about what I want to do with my life and all that. And honestly speaking, it deviated me away from the high iman that I had. And one thing we need to understand is that iman will always fluctuate. It's never going to be high all the time. So, alhamdulillah, it did go down 
and I struggled. I struggled a lot to get it back up, and, you know, the world will always make you think that if you don't have it figured out, you're a failure. If you don't have a good job, you're a failure. You know, we, some people realize that, oh, we go to school, we go to college, we get a job, and we work that job for the rest of our lives until we die. And that's sad. And some people make that a purpose. Islam says that's that's not your purpose. Islam says don't worry about the future. You know, Allah says leave that to me. I got you. I'll handle it. All you need to do is give me some of your time. Why do we pray five times a day? Right? Why is it mandatory? It's not because Allah doesn't realize that we have these lives to live, quote unquote, you know. Then again, who gave us these lives, right? But it's not because Allah doesn't realize. Allah knows. Allah knows everything. So that's the beauty of Islam. Is that we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry about, oh my god, what's our job going to be? You know, who who am I going to get married to? Or forget that, like, you know, little things like, like loans, getting a house, making sure we're financially stable. You know, whether you believe in God or not, we can't control the future. And also, whether you believe in God or not, death will come. Right? So, is it really, really, really worth to stress your whole life about things that you cannot control? Whether you're a Muslim or not. You know, it's not worth it. So, Islam says, you don't have to worry. You don't have to stress over things that you can't control. Allah controls it. And Allah's like, leave it to me. And all you have to do is give some of your time and remember me. And pray. And do dhikr. You know, remembrance of Allah. And do things that will make Allah happy. That will please Allah. Then Allah will do things in your favor. But even, also, always, always, always keep in mind. That even if you do everything right. Right? Like... Even if you do everything right and something doesn't go your way, Allah is saving you from something. So this is why we have to humble ourselves and always remember that we don't know everything. We There's no way we can know everything. You know, and if we did, then what's the point of the dunya? Every day is a new learning experience. You know, but also as a Muslim, take every day to get closer to Allah. I know for a fact, living in the West, like living in America, in the UK, like anywhere where there is majority non-Muslims, it's hard. It's hard, really hard to keep your iman. You know, there's a hadith about there will come a time where holding on to your religion will be like holding on to hot coal. And you, you can't hold on to hot coal. It's, it's hot. It will burn your hands. That's how it will feel. To be a strong practicing Muslim, it's going to be hard. You know, and for me, it still is hard. It's still really hard. And it's funny, I I hear, or, you know, people come up to me and ask me, how do you do it? You know, you look like you have it together. And, you know, I'm just, like, shocked because I don't have it together. I'm struggling every day the way they are. You know, because, just because... I dress the way I dress, 
does not mean that I'm a pious Muslim. I am far from that, right? And it's tough because I go to a public school. Now, I'm in my senior year of high school. This is when everyone wants to go crazy and go loose. And I'm over here dressed in a jilbab and and a hijab. And obviously, no one's going to ask me to do anything, alhamdulillah. But, you know, a part of me, that part that shaitan's whispering to, wants to do all that. You know, wants to wants to commit into this fitna. Wants you know, wants to do all these sins, but it's not worth it. You know, the one thing I think that's helped me so far is that I do want to advise you guys is that, for example, when we watch a movie, like a movie about like high school love or like teenage love or something like that. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes it has me feeling some type of way, and it's just cute. It's cute to watch, right? And I, that has a lot of influence. This is why, like, music and certain movies are haram. is because it's influencing you to do certain things, right, that you shouldn't be doing. But always remember, which is, you know, typical high school movie. You know, they're dating, boyfriend, girlfriend, and all that jazz, you know. And then, you know, as a boy or a girl, like, we want to do that. We're like, yeah, I want that, I want that. But... Remember, it's an illusion. It's not real. You know, you may pursue that, you know, in, in this life. You may act, act upon it and be like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. But it's never going to be like that. It's shaitan glamorizing it for you and being like, this is what you want. This is exactly what you're going to get. But no, you know, and if you really want that, you'll get it in Jannah. You know, that you'll get that in Jannah. That's when all the glamorizing is real. Every, everything haram that looks nice in this dunya is an illusion. It's not real. It is not real. Whether you're a Muslim or not. You know, this is why people expect so high and they get disappointed. It's not real. It's all gonna melt away. All the, all the wonders of the dunya or whatever. As for friends, for me personally, I have my set of non-Muslim friends and Muslim friends. You know, my non-Muslim friends are at school. My Muslim friends are the ones at the masjid that I that I hang out with. You know, so I have two different sets of people that I can be around. And for me, I think I'm way more comfortable around my Muslim friends. Just because I, they understand, they understand the struggle, they understand things that I can't, it's hard for me to explain. And in some ways, I'm going to be honest, like, it's embarrassing for me to explain to my non-Muslim friends. Because everyone else is doing one thing, you know, dressing really cute every single day, wearing makeup, talking to boys, flirting, and then there's me. You know, who wears, who wears a jilbab and nabaya, no makeup, and you know, walks into school, and I'm, yeah, that's me, and there's a lot of things I cannot partake in, there's a lot of things I can't partake in, and the reason why I don't is for the sake of Allah, is because my love for Allah, and I know that my Muslim friends understand that, but it doesn't mean that I can't be friends with non-Muslims, you know, alhamdulillah, like, I'm grateful for the friends that I do have, is because even though they may not understand completely, they try to, 
and they still accept me for who I am. You know, what? if you go to a public school, that's the kind of people you want to be around. That's exactly the kind of people who you want to spend your time with. You know, I only have like two, three Muslim friends, you know, and one of them is like my brother. <laughs> and, you know, even like then you just get caught up. You get caught up in the zinnia and you get caught up with the friends that that don't understand your struggle. But that's the point. Allah put you in that position in the first place, right? So say alhamdulillah and be like, you know what? If I'm here, there's a reason for it. Because Allah knows I can handle it. And I have to say bismillah and try to get through it. But it's a test. You know, everything we do is a test, good or bad. It's a test. You know, and that that brings you to the purpose of life. Like, why are we here? You know, like I said in the beginning, is it is is it really the point to you know go to school, you know, um, elementary, then middle, then high school, and then college, and then you know work till you die? Like, is that really what life's about? You know, is that really what it is? Because that doesn't that's really depressing if it really is you know and why is it that depression depression rates now are so high suicide rates are so high why is it in celebrities you know i think everyone has it in them that they kind of want to be famous whether they like think about it or not i'm not gonna lie i had it in me at one point that i wanted to be well known i want to be famous you know that was before i was practicing but why is it then celebrities it's such like it's so common for um for celebrities to have high suicide rates or drug abuse rates or alcohol you know and why why is it it's all an illusion that glamour life is an illusion it's not real and if you understand that from early you know, alhamdulillah, Allah has blessed you with something that a lot of people don't realize. You know, Allah says, like I said in the beginning, leave it to me. I got you. We're here in this dunya for, for a test. If you truly want to gain happiness, I can tell you right now, I have done my fair share of both. You know, there was, there's a time in my life when I... I didn't really believe that there was, you know, a God and, and heaven and hell and stuff. And I'm a born Muslim, you know, but what made my faith even stronger, like then before, you know, I was not a practicing before, but what made it stronger? It was me finding out for myself, you know, finding out for yourself. And I think it's truly a blessing. And now I understand why Allah put me in these positions. And didn't put me with a family that's like super religious or super practicing. is because so I can find out for myself and I can stick with it. Inshallah. And I can tell you right now, you, there's no other peace in this world. Like when you pray or when you read a Quran. Or when you listen to Quran. And there's like, you get this feeling in your soul. You could cry. Like... I could cry right now just talking about it, but there's nothing else. This dunya, this world will never give you that peace the way Islam does. And that's why I do what I do. That's why I, cho- I chose 
this lifestyle. You know, it's more than a religion. It really is. It's a lifestyle. It's like, I don't know, it's like choosing to be vegan. Like, that's how I see it. The one thing that we have to understand is that for me, or all of us really, we're never going to understand everything. Why Allah wrote in the Quran or says what he says, we won't understand it all. We might, there's some parts where we might be iffy about it and that's just a human nature thing. But we have to understand that it's beyond our comprehension. You know, some things are beyond our comprehension. Keep in mind that we're never going to be truly happy in this dunya. It's just not why we're here. You know, we're here to be tested. We're here to earn Jannah, earn heaven, you know. And I can tell you right now, every every moment when we really wanted to sin, where we really, really want to do something wrong, because it's shaitan, you know, but it's also your nafs. And every single time you feel like you want to do it, and like I said, it's an illusion, so it's not even real. It'll be real in Jannah. You know, and it'll be good for you. There's better things out there for us. You know, and when I say out there, I mean Jannah. That's what we should be working towards. That's what we should try to achieve. Because that's really what's going to be worth it. You know, we can work hard in this, in this dunya. Yeah, no problem. What will we get? You know, maybe a nice house, nice car, right? But when we die, we're not going to take it with us. The one thing that's going to be everlasting and forever is going to be Jannah. And that's if we earn it. You know, people won't be there like Allah will. Allah is everlasting. Allah is almighty. And He's going to be there for you. And He's going to get your, have your back through everything you're going through right now. Life's tough. You know, stuff happens. And it sucks. But take a few extra minutes to pray your sunnah or to do dhikr or to even wake up. Try to wake up for fajr because that's a struggle itself. But even wake up like 30 minutes before fajr and just contemplate about your life. And just make dhikr and just be thankful for what you do have. If you're listening to this podcast, that probably means, you know, you have something to listen to this on. So I'm sure there's other blessings that follow. You know, if you have clean clothes to wear, if you have food to eat, a roof over your head, no matter what you are, where you are. Alhamdulillah. You know, whether you're Muslim or not, be grateful. You have something. But this dunya is temporary. It will end. It's not going to last forever. And the sooner we realize that, the faster we'll be successful. In this life and the hereafter. And with that, I'm going to leave it at that. But I hope, I really hope that anyone listening to this attains Jannah. May Allah grant us all Jannah al-Firdos and keep us happy and content in this life and the hereafter. May Allah protect us all 
from the bad things in this world and only grant us the good and have us earn Jannah and save us on the day of judgment. Alright. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.